The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5. In 1280 Zone, we're going to talk to the Booner coming up here. Ron Boone, looking forward to that. Eager to get uh, Ron's thoughts on the Jazz offseason signings they've made and where they go from here. Always good to talk with Ron, for sure. I think uh, David drives Ron nuts. Probably. <laughs> but can you think of a, a, a more well-adjusted human being than Ron Boone to be able to handle that? True. That's, that's, that's a really good point. They do an excellent job. Uh, of course, jazz broadcast. It's a it's a pleasure to be a part of that. Doing pre half and post uh, for those guys, and uh, yeah, Booner. Uh, Booner's a good. I I think he's a good yin to David's yang. <laughs> Don't you? I mean the 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 broadcast has a good vibe to it. I think for that reason. Or would he be the yang to David's yin? However, however I, you want to go, buddy. Yeah, whatever you sure. whatever Isn't you want to do. I think it's yin. yin. Is it? Yin and yang. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd i say Booner would be whatever he wants to be, you know. That's he, true. Whatever Booner wants. It's all good. Yeah. It can be the yin or the yang or the whatever. Okay. So we're, we're hoping to talk to uh, Ron coming up here momentarily. Until we get to him, though, let me ask you this, Gordon. I asked David this question yesterday, speaking of David. Jumped on the show. Outside of Mike... Who's going to be the most impactful acquisition? So, so count Mike Conley out of it because they already he was on the team last year. Acquisition. I understand impactful that, that Rudy Gay is uh, getting up there in years, but I think it, it could very well be him. The most surprising, I would pick the other two. If one of them can rise up and, and capture uh, their best and be better than than what you may have expected then I think that would be between Whiteside and Pascal. And since Pascal is, is younger, if he can be what he seemed to be in his first year and contribute to the Jazz in a way, if the Jazz can develop him in a way that really works, I think he could have a large impact, even though I'm not sure how much time he'll get initially. Okay, so you're probably right. Rudy Gay is probably the answer. But can I make an argument for the other two? Sure, and and part of this, you some of this you've you've hit a little bit, but uh, so it could be Pascal, because if he performs like he did as a rookie, that's more than just kind of your back rotation player like George Niang. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Well, I just said some of this you may have. No, no, recovered, I know, I know. But what just you're because saying. you railroaded right. the whole topic doesn't mean that I can <laughs> I can't weigh in and 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 talk about okay, it. Okay, so the reason for that. How likely is that? To, I mean, do you believe that could happen? I don't know. I didn't cover the Warriors last year. I'm not sure. Um, but he is—he—he's a versatile guy who's young and maybe brings a little toughness. And I—I yeah. I think that there is need for that on the roster. So and, there's my argument that it could be. Him. And when you watch him play, he—he's strong, and he's got some—he's got some whirling dervish moves, uh, in within 15 feet of the basket that I think could really help the Jazz uh, if, if he can do it consistently. But like Locke told us yesterday, he's not even going to be in the rotation at the beginning of the year, so he might not even play. 
So that's the <laughs> tough one with that. Never mind. But then my my argument for Whiteside is that if you can get less of a drop off when Rudy goes off the floor than you did last year. And again, I don't want to sound like I'm being negative toward Favors because I think he did fine. But if you can get the same or better production when Rudy comes off the floor as last year, that is unbelievably value and you, uh, valuable, and you'd be getting it at a price point that is a fraction of what you had playing that role last year. And I think that can be impactful, and maybe this is a roundabout thing, but you take that money and you applied it to a Rudy Gay or something like that, and you were able to balance out where you're paying your money as opposed to paying $10 million for your backup center. You get the same production, if not better, at a fraction of the price. Great point. And I think that can has the potential to be super impactful, too. But then I heard, uh, oh, man, I wish I could remember the name, DJ and PK this morning, they had somebody who covered the, the Kings whose opinion on Hassan Whiteside was... Negative. Uh, not great. He left the door <laughs> open to the fact that maybe he can be effective for a short amount of time, but you should have heard him talking about Whiteside running the floor. Holy cow. Talk, talking about him being in molasses and all this stuff. So I think well, it's I, far from a given. But well, you play on a, on a team... Yeah, Matt I'm, George, I'm thank not you, sure. it, it, What's your motivation? Okay, yeah, there's the Kings factor. We We got into that the other day. I got it. But... You know, there's a guy who watched Hassan Whiteside every day for the last year, and he 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 thought he could be good for the Jazz, but he was far from sold. So maybe you don't get Derek Favors like production, and that would be an issue. Okay, well, can we back this conversation up about Derek Favors? Tell me if the problem was with me or with Derek, because first of all, we all love Derek Favors, yeah. right? Here comes the Yabba. And his teammates all love him. But he was nowhere near as good as I thought he would be well, in that role. Well, how do you buy into how David described it? That compared to Rudy, anybody's not going to look yeah, good? And that's the other part of it. That's the me. It was at me right. because I'm just expecting too much because of watching Rudy and then watching Derek. It was... There were a couple of moments where it was encouraging, but more often than not, it was discouraging. I didn't think he played that badly. I thought, I okay, maybe not bad, but just, I don't know, lacked some juice. See, maybe I was comparing him to Tony Bradley from the year before. <laughs> And I thought I thought he made a, a really extreme difference. So so maybe the answer is somewhat in the middle, and it's us. He you just know? wasn't as good but, as I remember Derek Favors being. See, I always wonder with Derek Favors when we we evaluated his game all along. There was always that in the background that he was such a centerpiece to that trade, and we all expected him to be a cornerstone of the franchise. And that's kind of the the vision that we had for him way back in the day, and that didn't turn out. But his best so, years were impressive. I thought. Okay, impressive, but he was never close to being an all-star. He played out of position, which I give him a, a lot of credit for because he really tried to adjust what he did. What was the best part of his game, do you think? Oh, uh, his honestly, the best part about his game is his hands. Oh, yeah, the guy hands. has vice grips for hands. You just get it in the neighborhood and he's bringing it in. Um you know, defense, rebounding. So in 2014-15, he averaged 16 points a game. In 2015-16, he averaged 16.4 points a game. 
And in those years, he also averaged eight rebounds, a little over eight rebounds. How many rebounds. minutes a game? Uh, let's see. Uh, 30, right around 30. Yeah, so that's a big difference there. You take away 12 minutes a game, <laughs> and the production isn't going to be like that. Is but it? he was just more mobile. He was more active. He was, he was a better defender back then, in my opinion. Well, maybe some of it's left him physically. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what we expected. I th- I thought he had a pretty good year. I really did. I had I thought he had a really good series against the Grizzlies. I guess when you play 13 years in the NBA, maybe, you know, there there is a little bit of a toll that's taken. But if that's true, then Rudy Gay, <laughs> you know, where's he going to be? So. Let's let, let's ask Ron about this, shall okay. we? Yeah, let's uh, let's get out of the Smart Rain special guest line. It's no mystery. Utah is in an extreme drought. That is why Smart Rain is the solution for any, any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation smartly. Find out more at smartrain.net. Of course, you hear him alongside David Locke on the radio call for Utah Jazz Basketball. Basketball. He's the legend, Ron Boone, with us here on the Big Show. What's going on, Booner? Good afternoon, guys. All right, Gordo. Yeah, we're just talking a little favors, Booner. And I got Gordon. Why don't you kind of sum up our conversation Wait, here? What's that? Who in the heck, who in the heck is Gordo? <laughs> Gordon, Gordon, Did you, Gordon, Gordon. Okay. When uh, Booner, when you were co-hosting a show with Gordon, you never went with Gordo, the nickname. You no. never went with that. He had more respect I, I, than that, you know. I, I, I definitely had more respect than that. <laughs> so, so Booner, we, we, we were, I better not, I better not let uh, Booner elaborate on anything back then because he might tell stories I don't want anybody to hear. But, uh, but Ron, it, we're talking about Derek Faye. When he was at his peak with the Jazz, I remember him being such an effective player. And I always felt like if he wanted to be selfish, he could have gotten even more than what he was getting. But when he was averaging 16 points and eight boards and, and, and really having an impact, a positive impact on the Jazz, when he came to the team last year, uh, it, it didn't seem like it seemed like some of the gas was out of the tank. Is that a fair thing to say or not? I, it's a totally fair thing to say, but you got to remember back then, uh, Derek had good knees. Uh, he, he ran the floor very well, and and uh, he, he really worked on his, his post moves. And back then, and now he just, he just doesn't have those. I mean, he doesn't he can't explode anymore, uh, and and he can't sprint anymore. Um, and so I, I really think that at this time of his career. Uh, it was it was probably a good move for for them to to move him uh, because he's just not as good as well. Let's put it this way: those fourteen, fifteen minutes a game that they were good, but they wasn't as good as as what we've seen Derek Favors do over the, over the course of his career. So can Hassan, can Hassan Whiteside uh, fill that role more effectively? I don't think there's any doubt he can. I mean, Hassan Whiteside, uh, he can block shots. Um, you can even post him up to the point where he can he can score with his back to the basket. Uh, and, and I think I'm not sure about how they're going to use him, if they're just totally going to use him at the center position or if, there, if there's a big, you know, some teams want to go with the power forward big and he defend that. But the options that the Jazz are going to have with him, I think is going to be very, very effective. And so, and, 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 just think about this. If Derek Favors was getting 15, 16 minutes a game, 
um, and just think about how effective was those 15 or 16 minutes. I think Whiteside will be as effective or maybe even more effective, uh, which means that Rudy might not need to play, you know, those 33 minutes of ball game, 34, 35 minutes of ball game. He might be able to tone him down to, you know, 30, 32. And to the point where he's well rested in in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Now they were playing Derek. Uh, they were playing Rudy in three stints, and th- and that worked very very well for having Derek Favors out there on the floor. They might not have to do that with with Hassan Whiteside. Ron Boone is with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Just a little aside here, by the way. Did you know that Derek Favors is currently the highest paid player on the Thunder? Is he really? That's kind of, kind of a mind-blowing thing about... Well, they uh, do have 42 first-round picks. Yeah, they are a, a young team. <laughs> well, that seems crazy. Well, that's explainable, though, because they've gone in a totally different rebuild direction. And, you know, just having a veteran player like that on the team, you expect him, to, I guess, to make that kind of money. But, boy, oh, boy, they're... 42 draft picks. They have options. Yep. How long is it going to take them to be uh, a very good team in the NBA? So pardon this joke, everybody, but uh, Booner, you and Rudy Gay were teammates once upon a time, right? <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think about adding a vet like Rudy Gay in that role? Uh, when I like it. Um, if that was a move, if that was all they had and the only options they had, then, then I definitely like it. Um, this is a team that had the best record in the NBA last year. Now, how do you maintain that and maybe get a little bit better? How do you pencil in the spots or the positions that were troubling for the Jazz last year? And that's wing players. That is guys that can play off the dribble uh, and, you know, just do other things, I think, that, that Quinn Snyder would like to have. And I think he, he's going to be he's probably going to do okay. You know, what is he, 35 years old? Um, he looks like he's taking real good care of his body, hasn't had any major injuries here in the last three or four years. And uh, questionable three-point shooting right now. Hopefully that gets better uh, with the fact that the Jazz want to shoot more threes. I know San Antonio, they were not a three-point shooting team. And, and and the fact that the Jazz want to shoot more threes, maybe his percentage will go up and be more effective. So, Booner, what about Eric Pascal? Uh, we know he's friends with uh, Donovan Mitchell. But when I, when I watched film of him his first year, I mean, he was a whirling dervish. He was a, a strong player who could be effective in certain ways. Not a great perimeter shooter. But he tailed off a little bit last year. Will he play a role with the Jazz, or will he not even be in the rotation? That, that's a very good question. I, I'm really um, worried about. I'm, I'm not worried about that. Or what I'm like you. I'm questioning whether what kind of minutes he can get out there on the floor. Uh, we'll have to see if he fits this system. Uh, system do a lot for players in this league. And, 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 and I'm, not, I'm bringing up Joe Ingles because he, he's been very good in this system and, and he's probably probably one of the better system players the Jazz have had in quite some time. But will he be able to play in, in this system? I think he's very strong. I, I think he's very explosive around the basket. When I first saw him play, I really questioned his jump shot. And i tell you why. Uh, I just didn't think he got his jump shot off quick enough 
And his elevation on his shot was, was something that I, I said, I just am never, I, very rarely do you see a guy that jumps that high for, uh, to shoot a jump shot that it is reliable. And so the, the question is out. So there's question marks on whether or not he's going to demand minutes or if he's just, if the Jazz is going to give him a chance to develop in this system. Booner, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this question. I've asked a few people some similar, but but Michael Conley comes back. You know, he's a free agent. I'm sure he had plenty of other teams that uh, would be happy to have his services. Um, you, you know, we talked Jordan Clarkson elected to come back last year. Rudy Gay, I'm sure, had some other options. Hassan Whiteside said he could have gone back to Portland but chose to come to the Jazz. My, my question is, with these players that want to be a part of it, you know, that have other options but they want to be a part of the franchise, how big a deal is that? I think it's huge, uh, and, and I'm saying that knowing from the years that I've been in this in this organization that I, I really think it's huge that players now uh, thinking, okay, uh, let's go to Utah and play basketball. Uh, I just think that, and, and I like it, and, and I hope that that uh, you know by them coming here, uh, this city gets rewarded with with some with some stellar play from, from those guys, but. Over the years, guys, it, it, it's been puzzling to me that the number of players that, that didn't want to come. Now, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Mike Conley, Rudy Gobert, uh, when you have a, that, that, you know, play as well as they do, the Jazz had such a great system, I mean, great record last year, you know, that's going to have players that want to come here and play. I mean, they, they think they have a chance of winning, have a, a chance of being a part of a championship. And so I, I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I'm happy that, that guys are looking at Utah now and wanting to come here and play. So, Ron, let me ask you a question that Jake has been asking some of our guests recently. Really curious to know your experience, Ty, uh, from your vantage point, what, you're, what you believe in this regard. Are the Jazz better suited to be more successful this coming season with this particular roster as opposed to last year's quite successful one that fell short in the playoffs. Okay, let's put it this way. I think the Jazz with this roster are a stronger basketball team. Um, now, you look at last season and the number of teams that the Jazz were able to catch uh, with injuries uh, and catching up you know, at the right time. The Jazz didn't really suffer any injuries major injuries anyway until the end of the year. And that's when Donovan and Mike Conley both, you know, were, were was winging it for the most part and really uh, putting themselves out there on the floor knowing that they're hurt and, and uh, just trying to, you know, do, do whatever they can. But uh, the strength of this team now, I think, is stronger than it was last year. Uh, and, and again, guys that can do more in a short period of time out there on the floor – I think it's what's going to be beneficial to the success of this basketball team. Quinn has a pretty good good system, and uh, he'll make Hassan Whiteside, Whiteside uh, a player that you, he'll be able to get the most out of him because of uh, you know he does have some talent levels. Rudy Go, Rudy Gay, I, I, I'm expecting him to come in and. Uh, and just think, guys, we didn't have that wing players last year. We didn't have the size. We started two point guards at six foot and six one. 
Uh, and now we have a first-round pick that's going to be six-four, three-six-four. That's that's can do a lot with the basketball. But we didn't have those wing defenders, those wing guys that can handle the basketball to make plays out on the floor. So to answer your question, I think this is going to be a, a better year for the Jazz. But I'm not saying that they're going to have a better record or as good of a record because of COVID last year and the, the fact that so many teams. Were had some injury problems when the Jazz met them. How do you think uh, Russell Westbrook's going to work playing next to LeBron? Oh my goodness, <laughs> that is. I worry about that. I really worry about that, and I just don't think that that. Uh, I just don't think he he gets assists, but does he make his teammates better? I mean, does he does he think that he has to take over a basketball game? Can he get? Uh, you know, I've, I've analyzed this and I'm watching, I'm trying to figure it out, and I don't think we're going to see anything good happen with this with the, with the Lakers early in the season. They're going to have to try to figure that out. Does LeBron James take a backseat to Russell Westbrook? Um, now, I could be wrong. All of us could be wrong. And maybe he could step in there and all of a sudden they're running away with in the Western Conference. But when I, when, I, when I heard that and when I saw that and I saw that move, and I'm thinking, now this is a team that is definitely not going to average a triple-double, that's for sure. But if this is a team, but I just don't think he's going to make his teammates better, not like what Brian James can do. So to wrap up. I, just, I, don't, think, I don't think it's a good fit. I, I don't really either. Don't. I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah, I think we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Booner, uh, to wrap this thing up, I have a question for you, and then I have a question for Jake. Oh, boy. But uh, I, first of all, I need to ask you, did you see that J.R. Smith is petitioning to play college golf? This is a cool story. Yeah. This is a great story. Yeah. When I saw that, I thought it was absolutely great. I mean, he's going back to college, right? Yep. Uh, North Carolina a and I believe, right? Right. North Carolina a and And why not? You know? So what? He's... 40 years old, you know? <laughs> but he's a student. So I, I was... I, I was happy to see that. I know he played a lot of golf, especially when he was at Denver, because I used to go try to play a golf course that he used to play all the time. And they said, well, J.R. Smith was here yesterday, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but I was happy to see that. And hopefully he has some, some success, you know, in playing. And maybe he'll get a full ride, huh, out of a scholarship. <laughs> I, I, I just thought, Booner, is your college eligibility up? I mean, <laughs> maybe you should do that. Huh? And then uh, – I found out last weekend. I had to go to Nebraska, and I don't know if you guys know, but I had a sister pass away, oh. and so I had to go. To, I had to go to Nebraska, and and then I came back in summer league here, and then I went to Vegas uh, last weekend for, for retired players association deal, and and I played a couple of golf courses down there with those guys, and you really find out when you're playing a lot of how good you really are. You know, and <laughs> I wasn't very good. You know? Oh, I thought you were going the other direction. <laughs> I had a good time, but well, I I hear you're good enough still to whoop up on our guy Tim Lacombe. That is so e- no, I'm not. Going to say that. <laughs> that was easy. That was easy. Okay, the other thing is, Jake. Do you, do you, do you know that Booner's middle name is Bruce? Did you know that? I did know that actually. Okay. Yes, I did. Yeah. Uh, RBB. You know it. Yeah, my aunt, God bless her soul, my mother is the youngest of eight kids, 
and she's the youngest. And my she let my aunt name almost all of our brothers and sisters, from Donald Ray to Ronald Bruce to Ernie Diori to Audrey Marie, and I mean she just. So my kids don't have middle names because of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And my last comment, my last comment, Booner, is this. And, and Jake, I want I want to get your thought on okay. it because I, I tease Ron about this all the time. But I have five daughters. They're all five da- grown adult daughters who happen to think that Ron Boone may be the most handsome man on the planet. Wow. Should I should I get their eyesight checked or what? What do you think? <laughs> nah, Booner's a good-looking guy. What are you yeah. talking about? I'm, I'm, good taste. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they never say that about me. They never say I'm good-looking, so their eyesight's probably pretty good. But anyway, Booner, it's always fun having you on the show, man. Thanks. Take care, guys. Hey. I, I know that this is the time of year when you're – we're all second guessing moves and you know what we're going to look like and and camp starts what in this, about a month yeah four or five weeks wow. yeah. Joe Ingles yeah, is about a month yeah mm-hmm. speaking of Joe Ingles speaking of Joe rumors about Joe Ingles that I know that there was I know you guys have to go you got no, you got to go to break no you're good okay uh, and and you're talking about Joe Ingles and the rumors that he's that that he was going to be traded and all this kind of stuff and and I just like to say this. It's about Joe. I mean, very few players. Joe Ing, um you can say Michael Jordan and, and Kobe Bryant, and you can probably name a lot of them, get a, a chance to play on the same team throughout their whole career. So with rumors floating around that Joe Ingles is going to be traded, um, you know, that's just part of the NBA. I mean, it's it's the business. We all like Joe. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't get traded because I really think that he is he's a part of this system. When I say system, I mean there are players in the league that are system players that really play well in this system. They go somewhere else, and 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 all of a sudden they're not as good as they thought they were. And I hope that Joe, you know, is able to. I hope that he, they don't move him. In other words, I I, I kind of like him. I kind of like him in this system. You know, that's true. And not only that, Booner, as a player on the floor fitting into the system, but also mm-hmm. as you as you may or may not know, he is he comes on with DJ and PK every once a week, every morning. Yeah. And he's done done that for what has it been now, Jake, seven years? Yeah. Uh, and, it's, it's been and he never misses. I mean, he goes out yeah. of his way to do it. And you know as an NBA yeah. player, Booner, yeah. that, that's a hard thing to do. And so he's connected with the community as well. You know? yeah. That's a great that's a great point, uh, Gordon. Uh, and the fact that not only is he connected, that people love him in, in this community. So uh, and, and that plays a big part in, in, in a guy's being able to stick around for so long. How about Adonis Haslam? Yeah. Did you see where he just signed for one more year? What, 19 years? Wow, He's amazing. Been, and and all, all of those have been with the, the Miami Heat, good in the community, uh, good for the franchise and all that kind of stuff. It's just great having guys like, like that around in, uh, in a franchise. And Joe, obviously, he fits that mode for sure. Well, Booner, it's always a real pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you for coming on, and so sorry to hear about your sister. Our, our best to your whole yeah, family. Yeah. Thank you very much, and I'm glad you guys got to talk to me. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. <laughs> You're welcome. 
the great Ron Boone uh, with us here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Of course, you're hearing with David on the Jazz Broadcast. And yes, we are a bit over, but when Booner has something to say, Gordon, we, something to say. we just get out of the way. Indeed. We He's, just let him go. I have fond memories of uh, getting up every morning and doing a show with, with Booner way back in the day. That was Okay, can I ask you DJ this? DJ was there, too. Was, was Booner a morning so, person? I uh, well, Booner just like he was. He was always, you know, he's Booner. I mean, okay, the, so he's pretty consistent that day. way. Because yeah. when I produced in the morning show, I was not the same person. I am not a morning person. So I, I give somebody a tremendous amount of credit, like DJ and PK, by the way, who can, you know, navigate those waters. Because that ain't easy. I was a zombie half the time. I know. I don't yeah. blame you. I was too. Anyway, so yeah, anybody but... that can can be, you know, if Booner could be Booner. At 5 a.m., good on him, because not everybody can do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Although we're all a little more lively at 5 a.m. on the golf course, right? That is true. That is true. Yeah. All right, stay tuned. We've got the Not Sports Port at, uh, at 4.50. Savon Scarver, uh, the Aggie great returner, will uh, join us coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. So yeah, stay look forward tuned to that. that. Yeah. It's a big show, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.